from Hollywood. Steve Cochran in... The Unexpected. The Unexpected. The Unexpected. Life is filled with the unexpected. Romantic, tragic, and mysterious endings to our most ordinary actions. Dreams come true, or dreams are shattered by sudden twists of fate in The Unexpected. But first, a word from your announcer. Cochran, outstanding screen star in Easy Money, a drama of the unexpected. I pulled the bills out of my wallet and added my pocket change. $382.37 and two streetcar tokens. Not too bad for an out-of-work gambler with a taste for expensive clothes and good hotels, but not too good for a bright young man who had just written a check for $5,000. A very bouncing check. It had to be covered by morning, or where do you meet such a poor class of people in jail? No, my 300 and some odd dollars wasn't enough. I was scared and desperate. Desperate for $5,000. I flipped a coin. Tails, I left town by the next fast freight. Heads, I tried my luck at the Taj Mahal Club. I wasn't very lucky. It was a two-headed coin. The Taj Mahal Club was some Muslim's dream of paradise with all the pleasures of the infernal regions thrown in. The harem beauty who took my hat looked as if she'd stepped right out of the Arabian Nights. Long black hair floated over bronzed bare shoulders. She was wearing something filmy and clinging. There was just enough of it. Yeah, she seemed to be the real East Indian article. But her voice was pure USA. Okay, big boy. You can go in and play now. You won't lose your hat. Meaning? Meaning nothing. Except that it'll be here when you leave. And you? Me? Oh, I'm always around. When they come and when they go. I just work here. Mm, I see. Yeah, the only trouble is they don't tip until they go, and then it's usually too late. That isn't commercial, but 
money isn't everything. It is to me, baby. Tonight. Really? Well, under those circumstances, good luck. Thanks. I'll need it. You'll need more than that in the Taj Mahal. Here's your check. She smiled and her lipstick seemed to glow in the greenish light. But I had some heavy gambling to do, so I put on a pair of mental blinders and headed for the tables. She put her fingers to her mouth and blew a kiss in my direction. I didn't know whether it was for luck or hope, but either way, it was a nice idea. It was my night. I started out with 50 bucks on odd. 21 odd. 21 wins. Switched over to playing red. Red 36. Red wins again. And even collected on double zero. I couldn't lose. And at the end of half an hour, I had well over $2,000. My winnings were all resting on red, and I was about to push him over to the black section when my eyes happened to wander past a blue-lit fountain into an archway. He was standing there. A broad man in a gray suit squatting against the pillar, twirling a heavy keychain. I couldn't remember his name, not quite. Now, where I'd met him. But I knew that face. I knew that it was a face of trouble. He was chatting with a heavy-lidded princess from the check stand. And even she seemed a little afraid of him. Suddenly, a familiar sound brought me out of my trance. Too late. Iron ball went round and round. Came to a neat stop. The black 13. 13 black, ladies and gentlemen. 13, 13 black. black. I reached down to collect my money and then realized I hadn't changed my bet. My dough had been on red. My winnings were wiped out. I was right back where I started from. Behind the eight ball. So I was about to take a chance on number eight when the long red nails caught my hand and I heard that voice again. Better try 23. Uh, oh, hello. Hello. I said 23. What have I got to lose? Closing the play. Mm-hmm. No more bets. Okay. 23 it is. See? What on did I tell you? 23. 23 Thanks. I'll let it ride. Pick it up. You don't have to play every round, do you? Anything you say. Hmm. You're doing pretty well, Richard. Sorry, wrong name. Oh. Well, that R.C. in your hat must stand for something. Oh, no, it, 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 it wouldn't be Roland. <laughs> no, it's Ralph, <laughs> Ralph Carstairs. Ralph, that's nice. I'm glad it isn't Roland. So am I. I'm Linda Lee. Do you mind? Why should I? I like the name Linda. It suits you. Thanks. Uh, look, Ralph, why don't you get out of here while you still have some money? Don't have enough, baby. Not yet. Not by half. Yes, you won't get it tonight. Not in the Taj Mahal. Is that what our chubby friend told you to inform me? Maybe. Maybe it was my own idea. Who is he, anyway? Manager. I, uh, work here. Remember? Why remind me? I'd almost forgotten. Thanks. You know, I think I could get off early. Yeah? Yeah. We could take a drive. Now, look, you delivered your message. Go on and sell your flowers and forget about it. You're a sweet girl, Linda, but I can't pay bills with that. Okay. Whatever you say. It was just a tip. Well, thanks for trying. It's all right. I get paid for it. Well, wish me luck. What's the use? It wouldn't do you any good. 
too bad, though. I really meant it about that drive. It was such a nice night for a ride in the country. She slithered across the floor toward the gray-suited man who was still twirling his keychain. Apparently, he remembered me better than I did him. Sometimes, some place, our paths had crossed. But how? Where? I racked my brain to think of who he was. Meanwhile, my stack of chips dwindled, and in another hour, I was broke. Flat and finished. Then it hit me. The man in the gray suit was Fred Langley. And I remembered him very well indeed. It was my night. If I played my cards right, I'd leave the Taj Mahal Club not with five, but $10,000. And I wouldn't have to risk a cent. The manager's office was as modern as the rest of the joint was oriental. I sat in a chromium leather chair and watched Langley twirl his keychain back and forth without speaking. Finally, he smiled at me, but it was only face deep. And now, my friend, what can I do for you? I'm broke. That's most unfortunate. But if one will gamble... Very broke. Well, I suppose I could lend you $10 or so for old time's sake. Better make it 10000 I don't think I quite heard you. 10000 Surely, my friend, you're joking. Joking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, Mr. Langley, I know who robbed the Mount Pleasant National Bank. You can't mean to imply I that... I wondered what happened to you after that stick-up. Well, now I know. Carstairs, this isn't at all like you. Maybe not, but I need money. And I can prove who robbed the Mount Pleasant National Bank. You remember Tony? Tony? Well, I had a long talk with Tony just before he uh, died. Carstairs, this isn't fair. It's not honorable. Oh, I'm being quite fair, Mr. Langley. You can pay me the $10,000 tonight and forget the whole matter. Or otherwise... I'll just mention it to the cops in the morning. But Carstairs, it's impossible. I couldn't raise such a sum. A thousand, perhaps, in a few days. Ten thousand. Tonight. You said tonight? Mm-hmm. The Taj Mahal doesn't seem to be lacking in funds. I want to win just about ten thousand dollars. What do you think of that? I think you drive a hard bargain, my friend. Thanks for the compliment. I walked down the ornate Moorish staircase. I had made a killing. I could pay back the $5,000 and have another 5000 for myself. And the beautiful part about it was that it was all so easy. So very easy. all over. I stuffed $10,000 in crisp green bills into my coat pocket, fished out my hat check, and waved an airy goodbye to the red-faced and almost apoplectic Langley. Linda wasn't at the check stand, so I tossed a $100 bill to the little Chinese girl who gave me my hat. It had been my lucky night. I had $10,000 out of easy money, just because I had a good memory for names and faces and bank robberies. Yeah. It was easy money. The easiest money I'd ever made.
think the story is over, don't you? But wait. Fate takes a hand. Wait for the unexpected. the surprising conclusion of Easy Money, starring Steve Cochran, a Hamilton Whitney production written by Robert Livett and Frank Burt, and directed by Frank K. Danzig. I was waiting in line at the bank when it opened next morning. My hand trembled just a little as I wrote out the deposit slip for $10,000 in cash. left the teller's window and was almost out the door when a beefy hand clapped me on the shoulder and a badge flashed sunlight into my face. Better come along with me, bud. They want to talk to you down at headquarters. Uh, but, officer, I, I Look, don't understand... Look, bud, that dough you just deposited, those bills have serial numbers, remember? I don't get you. That money is part of a badge that was stolen from the Mount Pleasant National Bank a year ago. First time any of it has showed up in circulation. So I'm afraid you'll have a lot of explaining to do to a jury. Easy Money starred Steve Cochran. Listen soon for another of your favorite motion picture stars in a drama of The Unexpected. This program was transcribed in Hollywood. Hollywood.